Good morning, everyone. My name is Teddy Raksak, and you are listening to Instant Replay Sports Talk Show. And so, guys, as I mentioned it before, I am a diehard Laker fan. And what do we like to do as Laker fans? We love to talk about free agents that we can't get in the offseason. It's it's our it's our new pastime now, guys. We love to do it. It's what you do when you know you can't win games. And ouch, that you know, I was kind of hurt myself with that Laker joke there. But, anyways, so I think that you know this free agency class, as I mentioned before, it's huge, right? You got Kawhi Leonard, you got Kevin Durant, Kyrie, all those, all those big, all those big names. Okay, there's a potential trade for the Lakers. I mean, we can maybe get Anthony Davis if we give up an arm and a leg and like 10 years of draft picks and like the rights to Staples Center. And, you know, so they there's just there's just a lot of stuff. There's a lot of different ways that the, a lot of different paths the Lakers can take to being successful. Okay, but the one that everyone wants is, you know, we want to sign Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard and Kyrie and all these guys. Right. And the thing the funny thing is with like. LA fans, just LA fans in general, not even specific, specifically with basketball, but just LA fans in general, is that we love big names, right? Why did we want Tyron Lue? Now, Tyron Lue wasn't even like, like he was he was okay as a coach. He was okay, but he wasn't anything fantastic. He wasn't like Greg Popovich or Phil Jackson or anything like that. But we wanted Tyron Lue because he was a big name and we were comfortable with him. He even played for the Lakers. We were comfortable with him. We like big names, right? So... You know, when we go, when we get into this upcoming NBA free agency class and we look at it and we're thinking to ourselves, okay, we want to get these big names, but it's these big names are bust, right? It's either we get Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard and all these players or, or it's just, there's no point. Just, you know, we should just crash the season, but you know, and then, so what I really wanted to focus on is that if we don't get these guys, right? If we don't make a trade for Anthony Davis, if we can't get a big marquee free agent, what's plan B? And the more I did research on like our uh, potential backup plan for the Lakers, I'm feeling fairly confident that we can, you know, we could, we could make something work with this. Now, the two biggest holes in the Lakers right now is shooting and at the five, right at the center position. So I think someone that could really, really help the Lakers that no one's talking about because he's maybe he's not like a super big name. And I think also that the, that the strength of this, um, this free agency class hasn't really helped his case, hasn't really made it known, uh, hasn't really helped publicize um, his, you know, free agency, is Nikola Vucevic. Now, Nikola Vucevic is a center for the Orlando Magic last season, and he was made it to his first all-star, uh, all-star appearance. Now, Nikola Vucevic last season averaged 20.8 points per game and 12 rebounds per game. Now, those are really, really, really good numbers. Now, to put it into, to put that into perspective, because at first, you know, you think, oh, he's only averaging about 21 points a game. You know, that's, eh, that's okay. That's okay. But guys, he, he ranked third in points per game just by the center position alone, okay? Third overall for centers. Now, the only two centers that outscored Nikola Vucevic, like, per game were Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid. So that's that's just saying that he's in very good company. And yes, I will acknowledge that the center position is a bit thin, but that's still very, very impressive, guys. That's over, you know, um, Jochik, that's over Drummond, that's over Capella, who are all quality centers. So, so he's not a pushover, okay? So the next thing I want to address is his shooting, right? Nikola Vucevic is a phenomenal shooter. So he shot 36% from three. 36% from three at the five. Can we just address how ridiculous that is? That's already better than anyone that that we had on our roster last season. 
anyone better than we had in our roster last season. And okay, to be, for those of you, I don't, you know, for the five people that are listening to this, I got to be very specific. These are, I'm referring to the people that got significant playing time, like starters, like LeBron and Josh Hart and KCP, those guys. I'm not referring, yes, I know Reggie Bullock did technically have a higher um, three-point shooting percentage, but but that doesn't really make a difference because Reggie Bullock didn't play anything except like garbage time and some games at the end. So Nikola Vucevic brings some much needed shooting. Oh, and by the way, Nikola Vucevic shoots 78% from the free throw line. 78%. You know what are, you know what the Lakers ranked in last year in free throw shooting percentage? 69%. Second worst in the whole league. So he shoots threes. He's a center. And he shoots free throws and he can rebound. Now, rebounding wasn't the, our biggest issue last season. We ranked seventh overall for rebound, uh, rebounds per game. So it wasn't our biggest issue. But it, it, I mean, hey, you know, if he shoots, if he gets, I'm sorry, if he brings down 12 rebounds a game, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining at all. We, we haven't even had a quality center since like Dwight Howard. If you even want to call, I mean, yeah, Dwight Howard and like Pau Gasol, like those guys. We haven't had a quality center in like half a decade. So it's been long overdue. Now, how do I see him fitting in with the team? I think he would fit in really, really well because you have players like Lonzo and you have players like LeBron who like to space the floor. And these are kind of players that really flourish with shooters. And it just makes the most sense, right? You have to get shooting to complement these players. Now, I love Brandon Ingram. I love Kyle Kuzma. I think Josh Hart, when he's healthy, is a good player. And Lonzo Ball, I'm, I'm up and down with Lonzo Ball. I could do another podcast on Lonzo Ball alone, but I'm up and down with Lonzo Ball. But I still think he has potential. But none of those, none of the players in the Lakers' young core that were, you know, beating our chest over it, none of them are really great shooters. They like to drive to the basket. They like to create their own shots. Like Kuzma and Ingram are like kind of ISO players. They need the ball in their hand. They create their own shot. That's how they roll, right? Lonzo, literally anything but shooting. And, you know, Josh, Josh Hart's kind of kind of a 3 and D guy, but he's been hurt and hasn't got, like, the full usage lately. So I think Nikola Vucevic would be a really, really good fit, especially with the way that he plays his game as, you know, he, he would allow us to, you know, space the floor. And I think that, you know, it right in, in the league, you need three-point shooting. The way the game's evolved, you need three-point shooting. And I think he would really help us in that. And then, so the other thing I wanted to address is, like, how would we even bring this guy in? He's not a huge free agent. So how do we how do we bring this guy in? Do we even know if he's interested? And I think the the one person who most people haven't thought of that could potentially bring Nikola Vucevic in is Frank Fogel. Now, as I mentioned in my other podcast, is that Frank Fogel, he coached Nikola Vucevic for two seasons at the Orlando Magic. And as far as I've I've read in terms of like the hiring, or I'm sorry, when he got fired and everything like that, it didn't seem as if there was any sort of bad blood between Nikola Vucevic and Frank Fogel. Nikola Vucevic's stats actually went up, increased, when Frank Fogel was coaching him. So, you know, we know that Frank Fogel knows how to utilize someone like Nikola Vucevic, and I think that would, you know, it, it, could, it could work. Now, it's interesting enough because Frank Fogel isn't a recruiting coach. He isn't someone that, you know, you have and you could bring in the big free agents. Frank Vogel is more of a coach that you kind of like, he likes to develop the players. He likes to find the diamonds in the rough. He likes to, which is good for our young core, but it kind of hurts us, hurts us a little bit in free agency. But, you know, maybe, right? Maybe if we get a pitch with Frank Vogel, maybe Jason Kidd and Kobe and LeBron, maybe if those guys come and pitch to, to Vucevic, maybe he'll want to come and play. So if we could sign someone like Nikola Vucevic and then we draft someone that can shoot like DeAndre Hunter, 
you know, and who can, you know, he's a lights out shooter from three or any, you know, someone like that. You know, I think the Lakers could be in a very good position next year. So you guys let me know what you think. Um, you And also, like, guys, let me know. Who do you guys think the Lakers should sign? Who do you think would be the best fit, realistically, with LeBron James and the young core? Also, guys, um, let me know if you guys are interested in coming on the show. I'd love to have anyone on to, you know, talk sports, anything like that. Um, and then, yeah, and also, guys, let me know if there's any th- other topic you guys want me to talk about, any other sports. I'd, I'd love to do that. And honestly, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. As always, this is Teddy Ragsack with Instant Replay Sports Talk Show, and you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for listening.